I'm Daphne. I'm Keith. I'm a girl. I'm a guy. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Girl Guy Perspective. Perspective. Yo, 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 yo. We back, we back, we back at it. Yeah, episode 13. Dang. That's where we are, right? Yeah, episode 13. 13. That's how you know you, you're doing things when you forget. <laughs> Legit, we moving. Things are moving right. quick. I felt like we just recorded episode 12. Shit. But we're back at it with yep. more content for you. And yep. let's go ahead and yep. get right yeah, into we'll get into it. it. But one thing, no, what I'm, I'm saying, like, them niggas who YouTube every single day, that shit is hard. Because I feel like we record we fight. a lot. We, and, and that we shit struggle. once a week, bro. And that <laughs> shit is tough. And them niggas, yo, shout out to you people that's, yes. yo, y'all be publishing YouTubing shit every, every day, single delivering day. content one way or another. And doing that shit, yeah, man. Content delivery is, sure. is not, you know, people think it's easy to jump on and do yeah, a podcast yeah. and do a YouTube video, but there's so much that goes on into the background when you decide that you want to be involved in delivering right. content to, to yeah, everyday yeah. people. So, shout out to y'all. Yeah. I know, you know, we still getting it. I feel like we're still beginners at this. Right, yeah. So, we appreciate you guys for, you know, still for hanging sure. on with us, Um, you know, as always. Have but, some great feedback. This uh, past week too. Oh yeah, man. amazing feedback. This is live. I haven't heard this. Yeah, what's this feedback? No, nah, just uh, like uh, you know, just a friend of mine, uh, Zach specifically. You know, he showed a lot of love. Shout out um, to Zach. Yeah, it was a lot of love. I, we appreciate the uh, the feedback and everything. Yo, like we that. really like y'all. Like we really love Hell feedback. Yeah. So if you have heard us say this for the last thirteen episodes, right. and you ain't sharing no feedback, well, you're listening, and I know that you're listening. Hell yeah. You don't share no feedback. Yeah. All right, we fighting. Just, <laughs> just no. And also another sight. thing too that we want to address as well is kind of our like uh. Kind of like our most sincere prayers and a shout out and just hope everybody's safe over in California for the wildfires right. that's going on. It's crazy. You know, all the people that's dying. I know a lot of people going through it, man. It's just a lot people going on in homes. this world. There's a lot going on in this home. Yeah. And, you know. It's a, not a natural disaster that's happening natural around disasters. the world. It's not just, and it's real. And it's real. But um, with that being said, man, we got to just, I mean, other things we encounter, you know, people, people back at it again. <sighs> People of power back at it again. Trying what to... is going on? I'm waiting for the day that someone signals the uh, signals the the trumpet that yeah. all hell is about to break loose. Because I feel like right. we're we're at the gate, we're at the door, yeah. and it's every day something is something. banging at the door, banging something. at the door. Yeah, and I just feel like at one point hell's about to break loose in every right. shape or form. But let's get right into it, man. Yeah, Jerry Jones, owner of the Dallas Cowboys, yeah. made a very strong statement as an owner. Right last week mm-hmm. and um pretty much stated that if any of his players decide to not stand for the national anthem or right. pledge the fag anything of that nature they're not playing exactly which is the craziest straight thing. up strong statement that's what it is there was no if this if that who no you don't stand if you, you kneel play. or if you don't you know show mm-hmm. quote unquote what he calls respect to the flag right. you are not playing which is the craziest thing because he it, he was so pro, like, oh, I'm with my guys for, like, you know, standing on what they believe in, you know, that protesting. My biggest thing is, like, when is it going to get to, like, for, for some reason, people are fascinated with thinking. And they put in their mind of that when shit, is, when shit hits the fan, people need to walk on eggshells to find that specific moment to say, listen, don't inconvenience me with your protest or inconvenience me with you trying to stand up for what's right. Because, honestly... I'm not trying to deal with that right now. And honestly, I don't really think that's happening. So, I mean, I think everyone's getting to the point on both sides where they're drawing the line in their right. sand. In the sand. So whether you're an owner and now you're at the point where you're like, yo, I got to draw that line. Right. Like, if you're my player, if you're on a team that I own, this is, what's go- this is what you're going to do and this right. is what you're not going to do. Exactly. And then you're coming to the point in the drawing the line in the sand as a player mm-hmm. where you're like, man, like, 
I want to use my platform. I want to hold on to my career, but I'm getting to a point where I got to decide. Right. I got to decide what I'm going to do if I'm going to go with the opposition or or what may have you. The line is being drawn in the sand for everyone. And I think that's even down to anyone with a platform, if you ask me, is getting to the point where you can no longer stay silent. Right. If you are staying silent, because if you have a platform, you're going to be in a position where your stance is going to be asked about. Exactly. And the problem is, is what they really when you put your when you're in a situation that you have a a platform that's that's going to be projected to a lot of people Um, and you have people that you're kind of under that are pretty much they influence anything and they can pretty much manipulate anything you can do. They can ruin you. They can make you great. People are going to look at it. and, And this just really goes to show that these individuals are clearly trying to get away from exactly what any of this meant. And they're making about something that will turn the country and say, oh, if they're talking about that, I'm not I'm not rocking with it. You know what I mean? How insane is it that since this has begun, no one has talked about police brutality. brutality. No one. Like this has nothing to do. Let me make this clear for and I know we have a lot of international followers mm-hmm. and you guys are probably looking at the news or probably looking at your Twitter feeds and like, yo, what is going on in America? Like, right. let me tell tripping. you as an American all of this you're seeing with football and sports and whatnot, Colin Kaepernick, this was this is solely about police brutality. Exactly. I am kneeling and uh, protest of police brutality. Colin Kaepernick made it clear he respects our military. He respects the right. flag. Notice I'm talking about police brutality. You guys probably aren't seeing mm-hmm. or hearing that anywhere. So I just want to make that clear. For those of you who don't know... That's what this is all about. And, and it really, one thing that's kind of like, it, it really became kind of transparent for me or very clear to me and, and hate him or love the individual is um, like hate him or love the individual, but pretty much what's the boxer's name? The boxer's name. Uh, fuck. Floyd? Floyd Mayweather, right? Floyd Mayweather. Now, hate him or love that individual, but Floyd Mayweather, what he said, and, and, and when he said... Um, when they was kind of doing an interview for him and, and, and pretty much how they were trying to like, you know, boxing's corrupt and everything like that. And, and although I do agree in a lot of ways that is, but one thing that he said that was very like, kind of like I can see what he meant by that is putting like the power in the athlete and not necessarily saying the power being was always in the promoter and they controlled everything. And in a sense, the owners are the promoter for the football players. You know, they control everything that they that goes on. They control pretty much any, they can make or break the individual. With that being said, if you I take your platform that. and you try to magnify a, a topic and you try to, you know, tr- like make that very clear to anybody and everybody who follows you as a person, whether it be on Twitter, but you're using what your particular stature as an athlete is, right? You, you really don't have power to do so because if these p- individuals say, "Listen, if you don't go, if you don't, if you don't stop what you're doing." I'm literally going to stop you from playing. And what that's going to do is stop you from eating, okay? Because now you can't feed your family because now you're choosing to do something, which now... I'm not in agreement with it. I'm, I'm the big boss. Right. The you're owner. stopping an individual. You're cutting off their supply for their constitutional right. You know, and that... Is that not going against the flag? Isn't that what this is all about? Exactly. Isn't that what everyone fought for for us to have freedom? I mean, it's kind of just like, are we forgetting? We're we're focusing on a and and no, we're focusing on a cloth at this point. Yeah. We're focusing on symbolism 
because there was a video I actually saw the other day and it was um, a particular team had won a game and the main athlete had on the flag and what do you call those little things guys wear? Right. They're like little underwears, but they're, they're not swimming trunks. They're like, what's the term for that? What, Speedos? Speedos, almost. Yeah, yeah he had on right. Speedos that were the American flag and they were dousing him with champagne. Right. So it was like, it's funny because it's like, oh, so the fact that the flag's on this man's penis and ass being doused with champagne. Right. That's not disrespectful. But the fact that I'm kneeling to bring attention to police, police brutality, oh, you're horrible and you're miserable. Get the hell out of here. Right. I mean, but, you, and you see it. You see it every day. You see people that also, and, and this is, and really the biggest thing to really understand and pay attention to is what happened to Jamil Hill. Man. Now, she addressed things that Jerry Jones said. Now, Jerry Jones is an older white man, very rich man who owns the Dallas Cowboys. And we know you don't, you don't. You don't try to enter or, or speak on a rich man and tell him what he can and can't do or, or say anything or kind of go against what he said. You know, so what he she did, she addressed things that you can go ahead and... Pretty much, J- Jamil Hill, and this isn't her, and I put quotation marks because I don't feel it was offensive at all and I don't think she did anything wrong. Um, but this is her second offense, according to ESPN, for breaking the social media policy. Right. A couple months ago... Um, she pretty much made a tweet and called 45 a white supremacist. Right. Okay. All righty then. <laughs> and uh, that didn't go so well with the ESPN executives. But, uh, you know, they let it right. slide. A few weeks ago, um, after Jerry Jones made the statement that he did, that his players must stand or they will not be players, um, she pretty much, what they felt was encouraging people not to patronize the team's vendors and advertisers, Correct. which would hurt the networks, which they said would hurt the network's bottom line because as a broadcast partner, they pay to carry NFL games. So if you work for this person, or excuse me, if you work for ESPN and you're telling people that follow you, don't buy from NFL vendors and people mm-hmm. who support the NFL so it could hurt, you know, it'll hurt them, that company's com- coming back and saying, well, you're encouraging them to essentially hurt us. Correct. So for that statement, for that statement, she got suspended for two weeks um, from hosting. And anyone who doesn't know Jamel Hill, shout out to Google because, you know, I'm a big fan of Google. I'm quick to tell someone to Google something. Right. But because I love you guys as our listeners, <laughs> Jamel Hill hosts a show on ESPN Sports Center, a mm-hmm. show called His and Hers, along with Michael Smith. Yeah. So she is essentially an anchor on ESPN. Right. With a huge following, which is why her statement was able to hold weight. And uh, Trump responded. He didn't respond to her, but he kind of, you know, used his Twitter fingers. He subtweeted. He sub- that's subtweeted. A, yes, that's, exactly that's, that that's literally did. the he appropriate term. Bro. He Well, <laughs> he didn't at her, but he did say <laughs> right. her name. But he pretty much said, you know, well, with her being um, an ESPN anchor, that's probably why their ratings are so bad. Like, you know, he's steady shading and... Right. Directing and sub subbing people, but he made that comment about her. That's and so you know, crazy. here we are, two weeks that she's been suspended, and I'm not particularly sure of her full status as of today, mm-hmm. but that is what occurred with Jamel Hill. And it's kind of like there we go with the line being drawn. Like Exactly. Here's the sand, the line you, is drawn. You have a platform. Because you've gained that platform, you've gained a position with ESPN. Right. Now you're using your own social media account. To make comments that you truly believe in. But the person who signs your paycheck is saying, yeah, no, try it. I'm going to need you not to talk about what you believe in. I'm going to need you not to share how you feel because you're affecting us as, as, uh, excuse me, the bottom line. Right. And and it's not a thing where people are sitting up here and 
no one's going to take somebody saying, look, I can say whatever and whenever and anything I want to you, and you just have to take it. But as soon as you respond, I'm getting, I'm getting the backlash for it. Like, you're, you're reacting on what I'm doing. And I'm not trying to say anything other than, but you, when, when people say bullying comments, like, oh, this is her for saying something like that. She's stupid. Therefore, their ratings are low. You know, like that doesn't, what does that have to, what does their ratings have to do with her as an individual? Like ESPN this- is, is so much that goes on to ESPN. There's so much to being an anchor. She's just one fish in a very large exactly. tank. So it's kind of like you're almost, mm-hmm. just like with Colin, it's yeah. almost like you're low-key making an example out exactly, of her. Exactly, yeah. You're using her to make an example for other anchors. And mind you, they let go the first one. The second one, they suspended her. Now, if she decides to come back or if she's back and maybe she makes another comment, right. the next step may be, well, now we're going to fire her. So now, like the other athletes have decided, I'm either with him or I'm not with him. Now as an anchor, what's next? Now as an anchor, you have to decide, yo, I saw yeah. what happened when she spoke up or when she tweeted about it. Exactly. I, I'm going to stay shut because I want to keep my job. Or no, F that. I'm going to risk my job and say how I feel. I'm going to use my platform. But it's kind of like, what do you what exactly. do? you do? And I, our platforms are not yet in, in a position where we, you know, we have to be in the position that they are. But it's kind of just like, I could imagine if it was me. Or even now, like, yeah. you know, we have we have platforms. We all have social media accounts. Those are all technically platforms. Exactly, we can say exactly. what the hell we, we want. We can say what exactly we but want. It's not magnified at no type of it's level. It's definitely not magnified. We could talk all types of crazy mm, yeah. on our social media accounts, and our employers may or may not ever right. find out. And if they did, who knows if they would do something about it, just depending on yeah. what you're saying. But that's neither here nor there. But it's at the point where people are being used to be made examples of exactly when it comes to 45 and when it comes to anything with this flag situation and really and big shout out to michael smith yo for really having his co-host back yo you know being a real dude sticking up for what he knew was right and saying yo like i'm rocking with her and what she said didn't hurt anyone right it didn't hurt anybody who's been her partner since you know, uh 2013 so, yeah and when we say partner we mean in the sense of her co-host that's her co-host right. who opted that he's not going to host the show without her exactly. while she's suspended and i mean i think that says a that says a lot in a partnership and a friendship yes, it does. that he had nothing to do with it he could have exactly. shut his mouth and kept working kept doing but he said no i'm going to stand with you and they are both African American, and I I think I could get super deep and be like, you know, black power. But yeah. um, I think that just said a lot that he kind of y'all should have seen my face when I did that. I was super <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think it says a lot that he stood with her when he really didn't have to. Exactly. And again, everyone, and it's another example. Everyone is getting to that point where they're gonna have to speak up because prime example. If this was me and you, for example, right. we're co-hosts, right? And you said something or I said something. Now he may have stepped up. But my question is, well, how would she have felt if he didn't exactly, step up? It's exactly. kind of like, like, what are you really? Are you really, you know, my partner? Are you really my or just you know, my? Are we just work together? We just work here. And right. I really think like, and I don't think it's crazy for people. I, no, I it actually it is is very insane when you when you look at these things that are happening. You look at the people that they're happening to, and people come at you and say it isn't a racist issue. But the problem with, with that is, is that there is a white individual who addressed Trump recently. But the, but, the, but, but the crazy thing was, Jamil Hill, she got the subtweet, but why my boy Eminem didn't get it? Now, we know we I'm love waiting. Eminem in the... Cor- I'm 
waiting. I'm waiting. I, I believe it's coming. And if it doesn't come, I'm gonna be crazy. I'm but gonna be crazy. so shocked. Look at the individuals who it's happening to. Like, it's not even like you don't want to make nothing about race. Right. I get it. I, and, but and, it is a thing. And I promise you, me and Keith talk about. We tired of talking about race. Yes, we bro. tired. Of, we just and we're tired of talking about forty five. Like y'all don't even know. But I feel like it would yeah. be a disservice to you all, a disservice to ourselves, a disservice to our friends and family if we so, did not get you to really understand what is happening right now. Right. We're gonna have follow up on it. I mean, we're if gonna have to continue happens, following up. We're gonna know. I, I'm, if you, I'm gonna drop the link. I'm gonna drop the video for you guys to see Eminem's yeah. freestyle at the recent BET Hip Hop Awards, and he pretty much dedicated a five minute freestyle to really say "f Trump." Right. That's really what it was, but it was so and, real. And it called so out real. people who are Trump supporters who support him. His own fans. He told exactly. his own fans. There we go with that line in the sand. That's probably where I got exactly. it from. The freestyle. But uh, he pretty much said, you know, I'm drawing the line in the bro, sand. If you're nigga, my fan, <laughs> like. You're either with him, you're either with me, or you're against him. That's it. And that is a prime example of using your white privilege. He got it. He used it. Like, what what black rapper could say that? Be like, listen, I'm telling all my fans, you either with me or him. And a lot of rappers have white fans. They have a lot of white fans. And not be like, oh, snap, I just opened a can of worms. Right, exactly. M don't give a... He don't give a damn anyway. He's so low-key. You don't ever see him anyway, so which is great because he uses white privilege and he doesn't he doesn't seem to s- care what the backlash may be. Right. And I can't wait to see if if Trump responds. I can't wait. I don't know if he is. I and, really don't know. And the cool thing about but it, I can't it, wait. It was so fitting that it's gonna M be a good day in the podcast. And, and we're not world. trying to shit on M in any way because it no, was great M's that he the did it. M, this nigga know the culture, bro. This nigga grew up in the culture. Like it's not. It ain't just speaking. This ain't Macklemore we're speaking about, bro. This is. This Hashtag protected all costs. Right. So at the I end feel. of the day, shout out to M for doing what he did, bro. Because he recognizes real. He understands the situation. He understands what's going on, and he addressed something and saying, "Look, nigga, I'm saying it. What's and up? I, I look and nigga, I what's look up, like y'all, hope? bro." What's so, up, ho? I mean, it really, and and it's so funny. Like the nigga, he hush mouth, but he he talks so much, and it's crazy. You hear with Jamel Hill at the mic. No wonder their rates are tanking. Exactly, like that don't even make no damn. Let me go sense. get my ten now. But he says so much crazy things, like the whole shit in Puerto Rico. Like you think that you hear the craziest thing by this cat. <laughs> Yo, and I was just telling Keith one. I'm tired. I am tired of talking about race. I am tired of talking about Trump. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, we got four years to go. And, you know, Keith made a joke. He's like, well, I guess we're going to have something to talk about every episode because <laughs> right? he really is like, yo, it's really it's that different. intense. It's, it's different. This it's nigga different, different, bro. He ain't a regular person. <laughs> Shout out di- to A Boogie. But <laughs> right? I just don't know what else to say or do. Like, I just like, so yo. pretty much. <laughs> wow. even, like it's funny it's so it crazy is funny, it's funny but like i pray that i'm not getting so immune to it that i i find it only funny like i right. pray that i'm consistently bothered by it because right. i am upset by it but pretty much he attacked puerto rico and he trying to pull all their emergency services and their emergency responders right because according to him they messed up their own infrastructure and i'm rolling my head and everything right now they messed up their own infrastructure they already had problems with their finances so you know and it's like at any point he could pull them. And mind you, I find it so disrespectful because he's talking to them like he's referring to Puerto Rico as if they're not an American country. Like, like nobody could ever come at California like that or right. Texas or like, the dude Florida really, like, and be like, cats, like we're going to take citizens. away our responders. Like you like the fact that he said that we will take away our responders like 
there's probably still FEMA centers in New Orleans. And I was in New Orleans a couple years ago, several years after Hurricane Katrina. And they still had sensors. They were still working out there. And, exactly. And again, we're not comparing tragedies. We're not saying one's worse or better than the other. Regardless, it's a tragedy. People are without power. People are without homes. Their homes went for being and they completely said about like built. 80, still like 80-something percent, over 80 percent That's still ridiculous. People. So the fact that you're going to open your mouth to say that you'll to threaten to pull emergency services. Right. And the other part of me, honestly, Keith, I, I laughed when I read this when you sent this to me because I'm like, I know quite a few Puerto Ricans that were like, woohoo, Trump. Right. And I'm like, yo, I wonder what they're feeling right now. And the petty right. part in me wants to call them up and be like, yo, so what's, what's good? With what's what's your... with your boy? But, you know, <laughs> I try to I try not to be petty that often. I try not to use, you know, yeah. whatever. But but the craziest thing is just, just like, you just... see people in devastation and this is what we like, do. How this dare you? This is what we do. It's like, nobody gives a damn about what I was doing before, now I have nothing. But people need help, man. It's the there biggest issue. There are over 19,000 civilians and military personnel right now from FEMA in Puerto Rico. So there are 19,000 people helping right now. So you're threatening to pull all 19,000 from the island and saying, y'all are on your own. Exactly. Like that Or make- we give you these finances and y'all figure it out. Like... You, How unfair is that? That's so awful. Like I can imagine if I mean, that happened that in Florida. That doesn't feel right. That doesn't. If even, it's wrong, how is that? How's that? How do you even sleep at night to sit here and say if you know you can supply? I think as people in general, we do these things. We have and you out here tweeting. We are nonprofit. Let's make that clear. We got Twitter people going in their pockets and donating to people, and they don't have half the things the country got as a whole. Mm. But you have people. How do you sit here and say? You can't argue wrong. You can't do that. It's going to get to a point where you're just going to say, listen, bro, I hear what you're saying, but you, but that's wrong. That is just a wrong thing that you're doing. I mean, this man just, I, it, it's unbelievable. Like, it's amazing what this nigga says. He's, this nigga's amazing, bro. He's, he's, and he tweets this. This is what, this is, uh, yes. I, I, I'm, I'm low-key speechless, y'all. Like, he's, he tweets these things. It's not like, you know, he's making statements or White House conferences right. Or a press calls, press conference. No, he just jumps on his phone and right. he tweets it, and then the whole world finds out about it. Like, how awesome is social media? Totally that's being sarcastic. That's my president. He tweets all the time. Like, that's what's up. Like, I remember when President Obama would tweet, it would be like a thing because he'd be like, "Oh, he doesn't tweet that often." Like, and when he tweets, it's something is like worthy retweeting, something worthy seeing. It but it's just like, this is what we have, and it's just this is what we got, and it's just like and we're we're probably gonna have to install a freaking instill a trump section of our show because it's always something it's always something, happening man. and it's just we're trying to get an understanding and every day we're growing and we we have our belief of what's happening and where yeah. where we're going but as i said in the beginning of the episode we're at the gate y'all we're at the gate we're something about to go down we're at the gate and something's gonna go down and i highly encourage everyone to stay prayed up if you're gonna get a weapon the time is now because we are at the gate where I really don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if a racial war is going to break out. I don't know if they're going to, one, come and try to take away all our guns. I don't know if they're going to suddenly strip us of rights. I have no idea what's about to go down. That shit going to turn into handmaids, bro. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Please don't. But Oh, my gosh. That it's shit going to turn into show. But honestly, not to scare anyone, we're just keeping it real. Like, we're, yeah. we're at the point. Something's about to go focused, down. Bro. It's either going to be a revolution and yeah. issues about to change like our ancestors did back in the day for us as African Americans. Yeah. 
or it's going to change and go in the favor of things that aren't going to benefit us. But either way, we are at the gate and something's about to go down. Yeah. My question is, what side of the line are you on? Exactly. And what are you willing to sacrifice? And what do you care about most? Because the time is the time is coming. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to speak up. Yeah. And I think that's kind of something we're gonna lay that sit there like piss on the curb right there and just let that soak up there, man. <laughs> but I mean, shit. Make sure everybody following us on IG, Twitter, GG Perspective. Email us at the GGP. Make sure you're hitting us up, man. We want to hear from you. We always appreciate the love. Review, subscribe, share, review, review, review. Continue tuning in. Yep. And we'll holler at y'all motherfuckers next week. Bye. Peace.